4: we are back, baby.
2: Hey, 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 hey. Welcome,
4: back. Welcome to another edition of Drunk on Broad. I am your host, Rich Conroy, joined alongside Nick the Daddy and always Don Juan Conaway. What? Boys, how does it feel to be sitting on top of the NFC East alone?
2: feels good, man. Like, goddamn good. Like, it was – that was the first time that I sat back and just kind of just, just chilled out and just watched the game and just appreciated everything that was going on. Um, and we'll get into the details of it. But, like, it was a very stress-free kind of, like, just watching to see what this team is going to be. Um, and I think there's a th- there was a lot to take home as far as what to look forward to. Um, for this season, I think for, uh, you know, the, the, up, you know, the, the next handful of seasons, uh, gave me kind of shades of, you know, the early days of like Andy, maybe not the beginning of the season, but like as he started yeah. to establish himself. So I'm just looking forward
4: to that, man. I am pumped, Nick. How did you feel after that big win?
2: it's a
0: good, it's a good win. I mean, especially when you can win a week that all three of the other teams in your division lose. You know what I mean? You have to take advantage of that. You knew the Cowboys. You know, you need to go getting Dak back, back; they're going to be in a better spot. They couldn't be worse than they were last year right, at spots. So you have to. You know, you're glad Tampa took care of business in that game. won. Giants. They're going to. You know, they are who we thought they were already. Washington as much as people like them their defense is going to keep them in games but you know they lost starting quarterback right so it's going to be it's going to be fun
4: it's very true let's get to our housekeeping before we continue to talk birds ah fantasy football
0: don't ask rich man Thank it's all sad now
4: our golden mike league is kicked off and your boys are winless your boys are winless in the golden mike i am one and one Oh, Nick's one and one. Sorry, how we do it is you, you play the median score of the league and you get an extra win. Nick lost, but is one and one. But I think you also scored how many points? 180 points. 180 points and lost. But that's why we do the median. I right. got my butt kicked. Thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick, for dying. And thank you, Raheem Mostert, for dying. And now <laughs> I spent all my fab on a running back. So what, what was the median score for the league? I think it was like one forty something, right? One forty something. I Around think. there, yeah, and I barely scored like a hundred points, so that was terrible. Yeah. But yeah, Chris, I'm with, I'm too, it. yeah, me and Don uh, pretty much got our asses kicked. And yeah. shout out to me making fun of uh, Carmel Honey for drafting Tyler Heineke because hey, now you now you have a, a starting quarterback, and I don't. So yeah. congratulations, <laughs> the Golden Mike League is underway, and your boys are getting their asses kicked. Not because we have bad teams, because we have bad luck. It's a bad week. It's a bad week. What season. Also, It's fantasy football season. It's week one. I'm excited. Adam, what is going on? How do we do in Adam's lead? Nick?
0: Uh, We lost. It was close, close, though. Yeah, because Mostert died.
4: Oh, yes. Of course. Of course. Of course.
0: (laughs) Uh, Like, we've got a 45-point game from Kyler Murray and didn't win. Just crazy. And Mixon. It's like, and we didn't win. Adam? Uh, We lost 140 to 125. Wow. Yeah, that's. Let me look. Let's see. So the guy that we played had Aaron Rodgers and we still lost because he had DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin, and Josh Jacobs. So the rest, nobody on our team showed up except for Joe Mixon and Kyler Murray. And we also had 24 from Antonio Brown on the bench. So, Yeah.
4: Antonio Brown starts from now on. I say uh, that's what we do.
0: Its problem is, is that Adam, it's only three receivers I can start, bud. Not Nice.
4: <laughs> well,
3: nice. We have, I have that four good nice. receivers
0: now. I got to pick and choose. Do I sit T Higgins or do I sit?
2: Oh, I forgot anywhere. about T Higgins.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. People took Devontae Smith. I took him in a league. Nick took him in another league. Don probably took him in another league. I think I have him in another league. But- yeah. Every everybody took Devontae Smith. But let's get back to it. Let's talk about our boys in the big win. I was all right. So here's all right. So he, I'm just going to give you a play by play of what was going on my mind, going through my mind. The beginning of the game started slow, obviously. I wasn't a real big fan of the play calling. Just was like, okay, did Doug leave his playbook? Did Jim Schwartz leave his playbook behind? Because the defense just looked wonky. did just didn't, didn't look right. But, man, as they got through the game, my, feed Miles Sanders. Feed Miles Sanders. That boy was looking incredible.
2: I mean Rich, I would I would argue with you. Like I didn't mind some of the play calling at the beginning. I liked trying to get the ball to to Quez in space early. Like they went to him, you know, three straight times to start the, the game. Um I like the the focus on the RPO and you know it, it puts Hertz in a position to be able to get uh you know to get him in space and the more that he's a threat to run, the more that that pass uh it becomes more of an asset. Um so I I mean I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the beginning I I thought the defense I why they went away why Atlanta went away from a lot like they had a bunch of stuff that was successful on those first two drives. Running the ball uh running the ball and they went away from it and I have no idea why. Um so you know I, I like the fact that they were able to the, the the only reason that that game didn't get away from them was because they were able to hold them to two field goals and not touchdowns. Yeah.
4: Yeah. If
2: they give up you know, if it's, you know, if they get 10 or 14 points in those two possessions that's the, the feel of the game is very different.
4: Agreed.
0: Yeah, I uh, the play calling I understand it from both perspectives, Rich because I get that the RPO, you know, you need to do some stuff like that. I think that the Sirianni probably went into this thinking, okay, how can I get Jalen into a rhythm early, give him a cup, get him comfortable early, yeah. try and get some of these guys in space just to see, you know, you never know that, that first play, that screen pass, you could have took that to the house. You know what I mean? Like that can happen or it yeah. could blow up and you get minus five. So um, I don't have a problem with that. I do think that it, it was a lot of the same, same stuff he ran throughout the game, but it was working because it. Yes. I think this game says as much about Atlanta as it does about the Eagles. Right. I don't think that the Eagles are far and above. You know, I'm not like, oh my God, they're so good. But the, I think Atlanta is pretty bad, right? So, like, we saw that Atlanta is pretty bad, and when you play a team that is inferior to you, you should win them. You should win those games like that. That's a game that the Eagles, right? The Phillies. We notice in this city they played down the competition. So if we're not doing that, that's a step in the right direction. Um, I there's a couple things that I think I would like to see more of from the offensive side, defense. Gannon made some adjustments. I agree. Like Ridley kind of disappeared in that game, partly because of the pass rush, partly because I think that Gannon kind of figured it out. He didn't keep Slay on him, which, you know, now that you have Nelson, you don't always have to do that. Right. Last year, he would have had no choice because yeah. if you put Ridley, if you put Maddox on Ridley, it's going to be a long game. Yep. Yeah. So defense, I think that that's going to come along. He's going to adjust and that's fine. Offense, there's one thing that still concerns me with Jalen Hurts, and that's does he have the arm talent? I'm still going to say that because he had that we, – we talked about it, Rich, earlier with that yeah. one throw where he stepped up and he had Hurts. That could have been a touchdown. If you he just hits that and rips it. They were like, oh, he needs more touch. No, if you step in that and you rip that and then Hurts catches it running, it's probably a touchdown. It's yeah. probably but yeah. you stepped into it and you tr- look like you tried to rip it and you either got hesitant or you thought you need to put more touch on it. And Ertz technically didn't really catch that ball we saw in the slow. In no, he didn't, he didn't catch, really that, catch that. But, it's but I mean, he had to stop and you know, stop his momentum, so it was a big play, but it could have been a touchdown, yeah. right? And against a team like Tampa Bay, like Kansas City, like Dallas, you need that to be a touchdown.
2: Yeah, you are right? going to need that one need to be set up
0: points. So you know, that's where I want to see. I want to see him step into the ball, rip it. I want to see, watch the Rams game. What did they do? Matthew Stafford, bootleg, let it fly deep. The Eagles didn't do that. Now, granted, they didn't have to do that this week, and I don't want them to show all their tricks, right? I don't want Sirianni to show his hand early. It's fine. you got these good teams coming up. But I still think you need to show it so that Jalen can either get comfortable with it um, and just you know, just see if he can do it. If he can step in and rip on 55 yards and they got to try it, I'll be like, great. Yeah, right. We can do it. So yeah,
2: I, th- I think that's where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. Like he, and and, and I think he's got to get to that point at some point in the season. Um, And that may not be, that may not be right now. I mean, he may, I, I think what you, what you're going to see is this play calling evolve, right? Those, those, the, the, the rollouts and the short dump offs to Rager or to, You know, to Ertz or to Goddard, I think at some point, you know, you've got now Devontae Smith running a you know a fly route, you know, across the hash, and and maybe you you get the safety cheating up, you catch him, you know, in a one on one spot, and I think, you know, in in a one on one, you know, I, I like the his footwork was incredible to go back and watch some of those the 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 catches that he has. Yeah. Um, even the the on the sideline the toe tap where you know he was never in a position in college where he, he very rarely had to do that um so for him to be able to pick that up um and even in the interview post game where he's talking about the that the 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 NFL game actually felt slow um that to me you know tells me we got some we, we, we got a and I yeah listen it's one game. He looked as real deal as you know any of those rookie. You know, I he's mean, basically he looked, a
0: rookie too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, you know, I I'm just yeah, the the connection between him and Hertz. They seem to be kind of you know I, I can only guess that their history at Alabama makes that continuity all that you know all that much better. Um, you know the if there's one thing to knock Hertz on, it's that arm talent.
4: I think that was my biggest takeaway from the game. Um, Adam asked, "Do you guys think Hurts can throw the ball more than sixty yards with his arm?" I don't I'm know. Saying, I don't know, <laughs> and I don't expect him to ever make that throw unless it's a hail mary at the end. Um, we just—I don't know if it's he holds on to the ball too long and he ends up throwing it in the dirt, tries to put too much mustard on it, and he just like McGann used to do all the time. Exactly. Like he puts too much mustard on it and he just doesn't trust it. So he just grounds it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I want to go back and look at it, but he needs to start hitting those wide receivers in stride. The good thing is I, my takeaway from the game is I, I love the fact that he's smart with his runs. He's getting down. He's not taking the hits. I, I love seeing that. I mean, 67 yards rushing, you can't beat that from your starting quarterback. The running game all day was great. I loved seeing Kenneth Gainwell as the number two. I love seeing Miles Sanders pretty much dominate the backfield touches. And then you bring in Kenneth Gamewell in the two-minute. because I mean, he's the better pass catcher. And Kenneth Gamewell looked really good. Jalen Rager surprised me, which I was happy because he was catching balls. Um, Zach Ertz going down with the hamstring. You know, it was only a matter of time before something happened with came Zach. He came back in, him. though. He came back in, but it was he precautionary did. that they wanted to sit him down. I get it. I just need to see this offense. Like you said, Nick, you don't want to show your whole bag of tricks, but I need to see them expand. I, I, I love the whole West Coast and let's just get the ball out quick and we'll just work it that way. I like the fact that they were running in between the tackles, running east to west. I think Miles Sanders was doing a little too much when he should have stayed in, cutting trying to cut to the outside on a few runs, where I feel like he would have had more, but I'm not an NFL running back. I'm just watching it from at home. If I was, that would be dope. Uh, but I <laughs> – I have a chemical imbalance in my brain that says my legs can't run fast. Swear you could to be God. Toby
0: Gerhardt if you want, Rich.
4: Oh, Toby Gerhardt. I want to be Peyton Hillis and just run straight and run through people. I think he had like 2,000 yards over here, which is fucking crazy. But I love <laughs> I love the fact that our defense stepped up with that pass rush. I hate the whole fact and all these people saying, well, you know, all uh, oh, the Eagles are probably going to lose against Atlanta. And then they go, oh, it's just, it's just Atlanta. Like – Stop with that. Like, stop playing the narrative of, like, both sides. The Eagles won a great game that they played. Atlanta could be absolutely hot dog shit, which is fine, too. But don't right. discredit a win. A win's a win. Are yeah. you going to say that are – are, are people going to go out there and say, oh, Baltimore's uh, a garbage team because they lost last night against the Raiders, who I think are a way inferior team than Baltimore? No. They're going to say, oh, man, Baltimore got upset. Any given Sunday, Rich. That's what they say, any man. Given well, and give you, the Falcons you, credit, but I'm not giving them any credit because they fucking sucked. Listen,
2: even even if they are a crappy team, like then you do what a good team would do, and you beat the crappy team. You don't play down to the talent. Um, so, um, but Rich, I th- I think you know to speak to one of the things you were talking about about his that I I there were a lot of times where I loved the decision making you know the the one play where you know he's getting a lot of pressure scrambles out to the right is kind of pressed to the sideline and just throws it away yeah. right there wasn't what i loved is that i didn't see anybody trying to be a hero no hero all day balls, long which is right nice. so you you took the play that was there you took the yards that were there you take the progression you move forward if that means you throw the ball out of the bounds out of bounds and you take the next play then yeah. you take the next play if they. Even if that play is fourth down and punt, you didn't yeah, take better a than a sack, run. better than a turnover. Yep. And no, you know, not having any turnovers, taking care of the ball. Um, the and you, Rich, you were talking about the, the, the running back room. Um, the one thing that I really saw was their attention to detail in terms of blocking. Yes. Right. There were a lot of blitzes that were picked up. Um, you didn't see a lot of miscommunication in terms of the blocking. Um, you know, the, the, if there's one thing that you're going to, you know, say that they got to work on, uh, is the penalties, you know, trying to take care of those that was a terrible
4: fucking. Oh my God. How are you going to call? All right. We got to talk about this because this really pissed <laughs> me off because I've never seen this ever watching football. How do you call defensive holding on running plays Two defensive holdings on running plays? It's kind of weird. Remember, it's
0: early for the refs too.
4: So if they got the call, right, it would have been holding on the offense twice yeah. because I believe right. it was like Josh sweat. No, was it Josh? Sweat? Was it sweat? I think it was, might've been sweat both times where he literally the one he got dragged to the ground and pushed and they called defensive holding and there was nothing there. And then the first one, he literally was being held and his arm was around the guy's back and the play is to the left. It doesn't make any sense. I've never seen defensive holding called twice on a it's running. I, I mean, I'm used to seeing like a DB holding. Like, okay, you call the defensive holding. But on try a lineman, to, holding yeah. offensive lineman? Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But like you said, Don, I think penalties are the thing. But here's the one thing that I love. They played so well together. They looked in sync. <laughs> it looked like a united team. It looked like a united front. I right. haven't seen the Eagles play as a team since the Super Bowl, which is fucking crazy because that was like what, that. 2017? Five years yep. ago now, basically. Five years ago. I haven't seen – like, I'm excited for these guys because they're excited to be on this team together. And that's the one thing that I saw with the pregame, with the postgame. I, I don't want Jason Kelsey to retire. Uh, My lotta looked like a fucking animal. And also- the offensive line looks – immaculate except for the first two drives, but then they just stepped it up and, and they were great. And that defensive line, like Hargrave, this is what you're getting paid to do. And you're right. doing it. Like we said, yeah. and people were going to say, well, it's just the Falcons. It's still NFL talent. They're still going up against players in the NFL. You're good right. you they, play in the NFL, no matter what, what people say."
2: They were, they weren't playing the Toronto Argonauts, right? They weren't playing the Philadelphia soul. They weren't right? they playing, were playing the,
4: the, the Miami hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> they stink. My hurt. <laughs> Fucking Man.
2: brutal. Um brutal. But you know, Rich, I love what Siri the the coach speak from Sirianni about correcting the things that are meant like their their mental mistakes. Being able to correct those mistakes and being able to say like we got to get better. It's not that we're bad technique wise. They're just mental errors. Right, Right. so we have to get more. We have to work more on that mental piece to know that we're going to be able to get better and get a better product on the field. It's just, I, I, there, there was a lot to like about the the play in the trenches. Um, I mean, like you said, Malata looked like a grown ass man. Uh, Nick, you were sharing. You you sent us the the one the one clip that was on you know Instagram about him literally knocking a dude down with one arm. Um,
0: yep. Wasn't well, his, his man. man.
2: <laughs> and it, right. And it wasn't even his guy. The the play that he makes on on the Rager screen that goes for a touchdown where he basically buries a guy. Um, you know, he, he just play after play after play. There were so many plays that I saw the the clips circulating around where people are highlighting his technique. Um, and not just his, but, you know, Rich, there, there was one um, – there was one run with Sanders where uh Kelsey pulls, he pulls around the block, and then in the midst of that play, blocks two different guys as he's going down, as he's leading that charge down the field. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of that's the kind of leadership on the field that a veteran like him brings to to this team. And you know, it, it makes that unit stronger. Agreed.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that I think the offensive line being healthy has a lot to do with the blitz pickups too and the communication. Obviously, yeah. that was a big problem last year. Um, and it wasn't just the fact that like Sanders was missing pickups. It just was when they when you have these guys that aren't starters all the time playing the position right normally playing, it's hard for them to pick it up. When you have Kelsey Brooks and Johnson out there, they can kind of tell you, hey, this guy's blitzing, pick this up. Yeah. But I give Sanders a lot of credit because he stepped up and he played the blitz really well. Um, that's, that's 10, he's 10 times better than it was last year. That's a, that's a huge thing for a running back to be able to stay on the field. And if you want to get paid and be that guy, you have to be able to pass pro just a a thing in this league. So we'll see. I mean, I hope they use a little bit of, a little bit of nuance in their offense a little bit more next week, right? They're playing San Fran. Who's who's going to want to run the ball a lot Mm -hmm. and try and keep their offense off the field. So I would like to see a little bit of, uh, if you remember like when Washington first had RG3 and they would run kind of a lot of RPO, but they would also set it up with some bootleg and then take some deep shots. Right. We need to do that a little bit more, especially San Fran just lost the number one corner to torn ACL and Jason Verrett. Yep. Right. Take advantage of that. Now he was going to be the one covering Devontae. So now Devontae has a better matchup, right? Yes. So
4: a newly signed Drake or Patrick who will probably slide into their number one role. Who stinks.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could have brought Richard Sherman back, but they decided not to do that for whatever reason. So, well, he would just hold weird. Smith
4: the whole time anyway because that's all Richard Sherman did last year was hold. Yeah, but I'm called. saying
0: at least he but he knows that system, so it's just weird yeah. that they would bring in a new corner instead of Richard Sherman for whatever reason. They might Somebody just think he's washed. That. Could be. Drake or yeah, Patrick's pretty washed too. So Yeah,
2: you know, we're also looking at a 49ers team that also gave up 33 points to the Lions.
0: Yep, they so, had they had a yeah. big lead in that game, and they for whatever reason, Jared Goff decided to look better than Jared Goff normally it does. Right. With so, no, so, right. so, all
4: right, so he, let's let's talk he, about this.
2: He threw the ball. Jared Goff threw the ball. What fifty nine? Like he had like fifty nine yeah. pass attempts in
4: that and game. He targeted the running backs and TJ Hawkinson on eighty like eighty three percent of them. They were yep. catching everything, Rich. They were getting open. Well, that's the problem. The, the wide receivers stink, so they run yeah. the offense through the tight end and to running backs. That's just how they're going to do it this year. And you saw when Verette went out, the 49ers kind of fell apart because, yeah. all right, your best corner's out. And you get a bunch of guys right. in there who haven't been playing, haven't been playing reps. And they go, okay, what's the best way to exploit them? Well, we're going to exploit them through their linebackers. We're going to throw the balls to our running back. That's what we're going to do. Chris wants us to give our predictions of the score. So I say we give our predictions and then we'll revisit this as a, talk, a talking point in a few minutes because I still want to talk sure. about things that I didn't like that I saw Um and things that I did like that I saw again. So Don, what do you think the prediction for this week is going to be? I,
2: I think it's a close game. Yeah. Um, I think it's a game where you, where it could look a lot like the 49ers game one against the, against the lions. I think there's a lot of points that could be put up.
1: Um,
2: I don't know, man. I, I, I like a lot of what I saw and I the, the 49ers are not like blowing anybody out of the water. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna go. I do thirty-one twenty-eight birds.
4: I like
0: it. So That's weird. I had the same 25. number in my head. That is so <laughs> weird.
2: <laughs> it's symbiotic.
0: I was, I was thinking, was thinking thirty-one twenty-seven Eagles. Eagles, um, or I could see like a thirty-three thirty type game from the Eagles. But listen, Adam, please, no Jake – I don't want Jake Elliott with a chance at, on the game on the line to win the game. He I don't stinks. Don't I hate Jake Elliott. Outside. Nope. Jake it's Elliott stinks. Bad. He got this contract off that one kick he made against the Giants during the Super Bowl nope. year, and he's been making a frost ever since. Got, like there's kickers that miss two kicks. So if you kick on the Patriots, you miss two kicks or cut. This dude mixed, misses two kicks a week, I think.
4: And he misses – He's absolutely dog shit. but hey, that's our that's so our. I'll, I'll say I'll it. say
0: thirty-three thirty because I was in line with Don. I think the Eagles win being at home in front of the home crowd. Yeah. Um, they they they're starting to embrace the underdog mentality again a little bit. That dog mentality, I saw him with the hoodies. They're trying to embrace that. I think the Niners lose their number one corner, losing their number one running back is going to play a part in that, right? So okay. I hope Sirianni pulls out some tricks, maybe a little trickery. See what he's got this week.
2: For week two, uh, you know, you've got that. Is it who the Washington is playing the Giants
4: on Thursday night? Yes, on
2: Thursday night. So one of those teams is going to be zero two. You know, so you've got the chance if you can win this game and be two games up on a team in your division. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's, that's not going to hurt you. No, um, that's – and you know. I, I said from season, you know, th- this was never about. This season is not about wins and losses. This season it is about finding the players that are on this team that are going to get better. If wins come in that process, great. Um, they've got a rough stretch of games after this 49ers game. They do. Uh, So if
3: you could
0: be two and zero. Know, that would be nice.
2: If yeah. You can if you can get to be two. If you can get two wins under your belt. You know, maybe maybe now instead of six, maybe you're looking at eight, eight you know, like eight wins. It, it, it's just, you know, winning the games that you're supposed to win. Yep. And, you know, what we saw last week gave us the information that we need to know to know that, you know, San Francisco is not invincible. San Francisco's got, you know, a lot of holes. They have a lot of talent, though. Right, so let's not let's not mistake that they've got a lot of talent, you know, in their wide receiver room. They've got a lot of talent, um, all, all on both sides of the ball. So I don't want to sit here and say, like, you know, lock it in, but it's definitely going to be a game. And and I said this a while back. Like I could see this team playing a bunch of games and scoring a lot of points.
4: Yeah. So, 35, yeah. 33 The birds roll against San Fran I think one I think what happened with Brandon Ayuk on Sunday him being the doghouse he's going to come out after his hamstring have something to prove uh Debo he's going to be a tough he's going to be a tough cover and we still have we still don't have good linebackers so someone's going to have to so Kittle might I I have a feeling it's going to be more a pass heavy game and I think we're going to see more Trey Lance because he's going to be able to escape the pocket Because if that pocket does close on Jimmy G, he is very prone to making mistakes. Um, So I I I have a feeling there's going to be a little more of that. I don't know what they were doing, like the swapping out with the quarterbacks. going to be a little bit more with Trey Lance. So that also opens up the downfield play. But I do see the birds exploiting that defense, exploiting those bad uh, cornerbacks. Devonta Smith having a big game. Quez is going to sneak by. Honestly, it comes down to our offensive line play against their defensive line. And I think our strength will – will obviously be better than their strength. So I have to give this one to the birds in a shootout because it's going to be at home. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's probably going to be humid. So maybe that, maybe that ball flies a little more. So we'll see. I want to see Jalen Hurts step it up. But I want to get back to this Sunday because this Sunday was just great. So I want to talk about things that I liked and things that I didn't like. First thing I liked, Avanti Maddox played very well in the slot, and he played very well against Kyle Pitts. Also, we could also say uh, Atlanta's offensive line was terrible, so Matt Ryan didn't have time to throw in the ball. But Avante Maddox was there. He was there. He made two really good pass uh, breakups with against Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts yeah. is a freak. So I like seeing that. Could have been jitters for the first year, tight end, whatever. But Avante Maddox actually looked comfortable in the slot. I'll take that. Thing I didn't like, Jannard Avery fucking stinks. That dude fell over his feet like three times. You this is why no, but here's here's my fucking, here's my problem with this. You like this is all Howie's fault because this was before Gannon was here. You do not sign a guy who's a D end his whole career and go, oh no, no, he's gonna be our he's gonna be our number two uh linebacker. That just shows you how weak you are at linebacker right. and it makes you look stupid. Eric Wilson looked good. Singleton, you know what he is. He's a flyer. He's he's always out of position, but he's an everywhere guy. But Anthony Harris plays played a good safety, and you got your two two good corners. I'm fine with that. But get Jannard Avery off the field. He literally backpedaled, tripped, and then missed the tackle. And he I was in position pass. the whole time. Only thing I had to do was stand there. and He could have made the tackle. Yeah. I saw that play. How terrible are you? I don't. This is and this is my problem with going into next Saturday. Because if we have to have that jerk off trying to stop George Kittle when, if they come out in like the 11 formation, yeah. like it's it's going to be tough. And I don't want to see Gennard Avery do that. I don't.
0: Nick, um, Nick go ahead. Um, no, I was just going to say like I, I think that – uh, there's a lot of stuff that I liked. I mean, obviously, Jordan Milata looked really good. I want to see him against Nick Bosa. That's going to be a really good matchup because, yeah, as much of a freak as Nick Bosa is, Milata is a mutant, right? You saw he's going to, if he can just, if you, if I feel like he's the type, he reminds me of like his strength wise. If you watch him, he looks like when we first got Jason Peters, like he would get, if he gets a pull on you, you got no shot. So, like if Milata gets his hand on one of these guys' shoulders or chest, they got no shot. Doesn't matter who you are. Like I feel like I feel like I feel I watch him and I'm like, damn, I feel like if Aaron Donald spun on him and he put his hand on him, he would just stop and be like, You're not going anywhere, young fella. You're not going nowhere. He's just, he's so big. And he's like, it, I'm just, I'm just in awe of a dude that's that big that has great feet. He reminds me of like, listen, I like boxing. Like Tyson Fury is the same size, six, yeah. eight, and he has really light feet. And you're like, that dude doesn't even look athletic. Now, my lot of looks athletic, but you watch Tyson Fury, like, this dude's got a dad bod. He's got these long-ass arms. He don't look muscular, but then you watch him boxing. Why is he so light on his feet? How come he moves so well? It's because he's got got really good feet, right? And that's playing rugby his whole year. I'm sure he probably played soccer in Australia growing up, right? So all that stuff helps with your footwork. So being a tackle, now you just have to move your body side to side. Like he's used to carrying the football, running people over. So now he's like, this is nice. I get to just put my hands out, knock a guy down. I'm getting paid a ton of money. I just got paid. Phillies fans came down to the stadium. They gave me a bottle of champagne after the game. You guys see that?
2: That was, yeah, I was awesome. Budweiser, yeah.
0: Bud Light. Bud Light. Champagne. It was like,
2: awesome.
0: I, so I want to see, see that. I think that that's a really good test for our offensive line. Now, this is one of the benefits of having a mobile quarterback because, hurt. you know, if somebody does get through on a blitz or whatever, Hurts is able to scramble. He also is comfortable throwing on the run. You see that. But, like I said, Rich, I need to see him – I need to see him get flushed, sprint to his right, and just let it rip. Like I saw Kyler rip one like that with his both feet off the ground. Yeah. Rip. Know. And that's he's Good a baseball boy. player, so he's comfortable throwing that. Yeah. So it's like, and they're the similar size-wise, but Kyler can just let it rip. Like I want to see Jalen scroll out to the right. Like Russell Wilson can roll to the right and he can just throw an absolute missile. Baseball free. test. you know baseball, what I mean? Both, baseball both, players, yeah. middle infielder. So he's got the quick release. So I need to see Jalen. Roll to the right and just throw an absolute dart to Goddard or Devontae Smith, going. You know what I mean? Like that throw to Goddard in the end zone. He let that one rip a little bit, right? But also that yeah. was a that was a twenty yard throw. Let me see, did that on a thirty five yard, you know, a hash line throw. Like if he does that, then I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, now I feel comfortable. And I'm sure Sirianni wants to see that too in the game, right? Because in practice is one thing, but in the flow of the game, you got these bit. You got Nick Bosa chasing you from the back. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, I need to, I need to get on the move and just let it rip. So I want to see if they do some bootlegs along with the RPO. Like I don't want them to fall in love with the RPO like Doug used to do where you'd run it. And then you're like, all right, like we talked about it, Rich, on that one play. It was like a fourth and one or fourth and four. Why are you going to run an RPO? Like, you know, they're not going to run the ball there. Just, you know what I mean? So like immediately, but like that fourth and four, I would have been like, okay, either you run. If I'm, if I'm Jalen, you get to the line, you go, okay, I don't like this look. So I'm going to – we're not going to do – we're going to stay in the same formation, but I'm going to run that tight end curl. He gets me six yards. I hit him right in the chest.
4: Quick slant, anything. Yeah, or Devontae comes across
0: the middle, and I hit him, and he goes down for six yards. You know what I mean? Or, or, you know, a halfback wheel route. Like, I want to see something like that. Gainwell on a wheel route. Like, we need to see some – I know, dude. Some
1: some some of that stuff. Like, I really want
0: to see that. So this is a good test because San Fran is – they do have a really good roster – but take advantage of those corners, man. A secondary is not the same without their number one no, corner. they number one and two. Last year, Sherman was their two. So they're yeah. down both of their corners right now. They got young kids in there. So let's let's go.
2: Go ahead, Don. Um, I listen, I uh, the thing that I took the, the biggest one of the biggest takeaways I took away was that that under two minute drive to go into halftime. To yeah. be able to run to have, they, they, they got, they got the ball back with a minute 44 and they ran 12 plays. So they were very efficient. They were very precise in terms of matriculating the ball down the field and being able to make sure that, you know, it wasn't always the same play. There were plays, you know, where Hertz is, you know, scrambling to escape pressure, you know, Hertz, was on the move a lot in that, but I mean, That's a grown ass man drive to be able to get the ball with, you know, under two minutes, run 12 plays, put your team in a position to score. They score, get the play call back on a penalty. Now you move the ball back 10 yards and then on the next play, then you still score. you know, to, to see that where they got setbacks throughout that drive, but still were persistent, still pushing the ball down the field. Um, you know, those are characteristics that we're looking for in that guy. So, you know, the more that we see in that player, is only going to make this team better. Um, you're going to laugh, but the other thing that, that I noticed when I went back to look at like my notes, the punter—he
4: was a monster. The punter
2: yeah. was a monster. Had three had three punts with uh, you know within ten yards. No, it does matter, dude. Yep. That makes
0: a difference, Don. B- between yeah, the 10-yard line?
2: Right, like, no, like, I, like I, I recognized it during the game, but then when I went back to look and see, like, three of those punts were, you know, between the 10-yard line and the goal line. And that was huge for field position because then the Atlanta drives subsequent are three and outs punt. Yeah. And then you're getting the ball back, and you're getting the ball back near midfield. So being able to flip the uh, – the field like that and pin them back. And at that point when they're punting the ball within, you know, in that 10 yard line, the defense was playing out of control. The D line was getting pressure on, 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 on Matt Ryan. They're able to get that pressure onto him. And then you flip the, you flip the script and flip the field. And now you got the ball back and now you're right. And, And at that point it was nonstop, right? They were, Hurry up! Run the ball. Get on the line. Run the plays. That was huge, and you know, another Aussie to add to our uh, our, our our love list, and we can uh, yeah, get rid of another soccer
0: player. Australian Premier League soccer yep. player, Auburn Auburn Tiger. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, the Eagles have really bad luck drafting receivers. Really good with signing punters. Man, I feel like we always had a good punter. <laughs>
4: My dad was trying to convince uh, Patty J when we were watching the game on Sunday that Savarocco was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Savarocco wasn't from Australia. He was Italian. His name was Savarocco. I'm like, Dad, he was, totally, he was totally Australian. No, I wasn't. No, i was fucking look it up. I'm like, Dad, no, he, he was, he's Australian. He goes, Ah, I was just kidding with it. He's an Italian Australian. I'm like, Dad, you need to stop an Italian Australian. <laughs> you need to stop drinking, Dad. Savarocco is an Australian. He's a great oh, national treasure. Austin like, signed so- him for life.
0: Yeah, like – and we – yeah, we won 32-6. to six. I keep looking at the score. But, like – so, watching some of that – Hargrave was lined up over the guard that they just drafted, that kid Mayfield. He looked really bad.
4: Yeah. Well, and, like, they liked him starting left tackle, right? Or they're starting so – think did he's starting guard. Starting guard. Did you see, the, did you see
2: the, the, the comments pre before the game leading up to the game from the Atlanta coach when no. he was talking about him going up up against Fletcher Cox? And the coach's response was, "We all got to get baptized sometime." And I was testing Chipped on the game. I'm like, <laughs> "He got baptized in that game, And He was bliss. He was just getting eaten, like they. And it didn't matter who they were lining up." In, yep. in that spot. And
0: I don't know if it's a bad week. Like, people have bad weeks. I get it. Right. But if you're an I mean, NFL player. Like, like
2: Winston. he looked Winston just as bad.
0: Exactly. And if you're the Eagles, you need – that's that's what they, a good team will do. If there's a weak spot on that line, you attack it and you explode it. And then Har- yeah. they moved – so they moved – I think they moved him over to Hargrave's side and then Hargrave was just eating all day too. <sighs> so, like, the one he thing was that was at- kind of crazy was I, I looked at the stat sheet after the game. Fletcher Cox didn't record any stats, None. no pressures, nothing. So, like, I get it. He was getting double teamed. But, bro, you're making a lot of money. People talk to you about you being one of the best. I need you to, to make an impact somehow. Now, listen, we didn't need you that week. We're going to need you this week. We're going to need yeah, you against yeah. Dallas. We're going to need you against Tampa. We're going to need you against the Chiefs. So, getting doubled or not, I mean, Aaron Donald gets doubled, too. He makes he still makes noise. You know what I mean? Like, the best, the best of the best are going to get doubled. you got to figure it out. These guys. It's
4: very true. It's very you know, it's
0: like and and Fletcher, I'm I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, Yo, you're going against Brandon Brooks and Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson every day in practice. Like they're much better than these lines that you're playing. You know what I mean? So, I know, I know you can. You got something up your sleeve. Let me see. I just want to see him. We talked about it before, Rich. I think that they. I think he makes way too much money because I don't think now he's as good as he was. It's fine, but you're still you're the captain of defense, right? It's your team.
4: Everybody says it's your team, so let me see some. I, I need. I need to see. I still think he's top two. Him and Aaron Donald. In he the probably team. is, but Aaron Donald yeah, wouldn't have no yeah. stats in
0: a game. That'll never happen. No,
4: you need. Yeah. You need to make more of an impact. Being being that guy, you can't just be the guy that everybody focuses on and everybody else feasts. I mean, that's that's what maybe that's what he's there to do, but it's not. Like we know what you're there to do. But I feel like him. If our if thanks was taxed. Get a tackle for a loss. Start yeah. hitting guys in, in in the backfield. As like, good as you are, as you've got to you be able to shed one of those blocks.
0: Like you know, as good as you are, I feel like if I was that big and strong and that nasty on the field, I'd be like, you know what, this play, fuck this. I'm really mad right now. I'm pushing both of these dudes. Let's into Bully someone. Bully someone. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. They they're gonna need him. Maybe maybe he just said, you know what, what I'm doing right now is these boys are eating. I don't need to do nothing right now. Right. Fine. Listen, I I respect it. It's week one. I don't want you to get hurt either. But put it up, turn on the gas this week. I agree. Get get a couple sacks, bro. I want to I want to see I want to
4: see some Fletcher Cox kick the door down next week. You know what I mean? I want
0: to see him kicking the door.
4: I would love to see him kick the door down. It's been quite some time since I've seen a. Cocksack. So I would like to see one. Dom, what do you got queued flex, up? Or
0: Cox. Where's Mike at? Is that Mike or is that? Dom? <laughs> 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 Dom. Um,
4: flex pure cocks. Flex pure cocks. <laughs> what do you what do you say, Rich? I said, what, what do you have queued up? You look like um, you had second say.
2: No, um the only thing that I would that, that was kind of like the thing that I had to look look twice on was the, the couple of times where Sirianni went t- where, where where he went. I love oh, hold on. So I love when he went for two Yes. when that they got a, they got a penalty on the, the extra point. Now they're on the one yard line, go for two. Yes. That I love Um, the going for you know, going on fourth down. There were a couple of times where like you had opportunities where you were within field goal range to maybe put points on the board and kind of extend the lead. But I, I, I kind of saw it both ways, right? I saw it where, You know, you could get momentum and extend the drive and kind of really just kind of shove it down the throat. Or you get in that position where, listen, we've all watched games where that fourth down stop kind of flips the script and turns the momentum. Um, So it was just something that I want to see how – that progression moves into the next couple games. How often is he going for two? What, what is the spot in relationship to the momentum in the game and how, like, how could that, because you don't want to be in a position where all of a sudden now you go for, you go for, you go for it on fourth down. You don't get it. They get a quick score. They come back, they get a stop. And they, and now all of a sudden, you had a fourteen-point lead, and now you're up four within two minutes. Because we've all seen it happen. It happens so fast. Um, look, no sooner did I turn on the, you know, when I was watching the the Chiefs Browns game, right? How fast did the momentum in that game flip? Cleveland was shoving it down their throat all day long, and all you saw you saw that momentum switch in the fourth quarter on. A muffed punt. There was a clear it was a it was Cleveland, it was the Browns being the Browns, right? But yep. Cleveland muffs a punt. Kansas City scores a touchdown. They come back, they get a stop. Give the ball now back to Mahomes. They give the ball back to Mahomes. Gary Gill goes now, off. And now you're done. And, and and at that point, at home, as soon as that momentum flips, you're done. So I just I want to keep that's one thing I want to keep an eye on in you know throughout this season.
0: It'd be nice for the momentum to be on the Eagles side for a change. It's usually always we we were the Cleveland Browns for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, it's like let's let let us get a block punt. It let was. us get a block double doing like against the Brown, the Bears. You know what
4: I mean? Let me get let me get something. You gotta love it. But at this time, I would like to thank our sponsor, La Terrain Watches. You're looking for a beautiful watch. Nice, finely handcrafted piece of art. Visit lot-terrain.com. Use promo code DOB at checkout. Buy us some shots. Buy us some shirts. Be good people and buy yourself a damn good watch. I have mine sitting in the cart. I just need some money and then I'm going to buy that goddamn watch because it's a beautiful, (laughs) a beautiful watch. I cannot wait. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. But we are going to transition into our final segment of Final Thoughts because it's that time. The birds flew the coop. We got that big W. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what they do against San Fran. We're going to talk about that more next week on the after show. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do after shows. <laughs> We're just fans. We're gonna, I'm probably going to be drunk. Nick, Nick Nick, the two kids. Holly will be running around probably getting stung by a bee at seven o'clock. And I'm just gonna be like, whatever, let's talk about it on Tuesday. And Don's gonna have 18 screens with all the games. Uh, like Don listen, doesn't even do red zone. Don just subscribes to no. all the outer market channels so he can see all the games. He's got like listen, nine different foxes. It's pretty beautiful. I, I,
2: I will tell you that it's one thing that I like. So we all know what the meme is, right? You get the 70 inch TV um, and what ends up on the TV, right? It's all, it's all the kids shows, right? It's cartoons. So on Sundays, right. It's the, it's the takeover. So I got the, the big TV on one. I got the little TV on another. I got, you know, the iPad, that I got it all set up. Um, it's the one thing where I just kind of just veg out during that time. Um, so don't, don't underestimate that. Um, you know, it's it's a it was a couple of extra bucks, but it's well worth it, I will say, um, just to be able to just have it on, um, even when they are watching something on the screen, haven't been able to just have the game on on side, just not watching it on my phone. Yeah, definitely makes a difference. So Rich, before be we do final soon. thoughts, Rich, I think it's time.
1: I think it's time we
2: got we gotta we gotta play uh, a song for the Phillies. It's time. It's time. It's done. I won't
0: time. cry. I'm smiling.
4: Oh, my God. I'm crying out in tears, Nick, because I don't have it's to root me. for this dog shit team anymore. People, dude.
0: please get fired.
4: Please. Oh, my it's, God. Kyle Gibson, people to lose their job, but these guys have wrong. a lot
0: of money. These guys have a lot of money. They can afford to lose their job. Okay. Oh, my God. I want
4: all of them to lose their job. I just hate that team.
0: John Middleton, sell the team to us.
4: Yeah, I don't care. I'll give you like oh eight bucks. But I guarantee and a
0: percent <laughs> discount.
4: Thank you. Yeah, that's all oh we're God. asking for. Give it to the fans for one year and see what we do. I will fantasy it's just, the fuck out of that team. It's that. time.
2: It's time to just, you know, the the, the fantasy land, fantasy camp is over. Yeah, you, over. You've got a roster of guys besides Harper who's MVP. killing it. You know the 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 oh, rest right. of those guys have severely underperformed throughout the entire season. So yeah, you have Segura,
0: who's okay, and that's it. Yeah,
2: right. You got JT, who underperformed. You got Noah, who underperformed. You got Hoskins, who's out for the season. You've got the seventeen guy guys out for the season. The seventeen guys that they started in center field. You got Kutch who's on his last leg. Like it's done. We we'll put him to bed.
4: and i am not speaking about them for the rest of eagle season because we are full-blown eagle season but we also have some another housekeeping uh issue to address our very own don juan will be hosting a collaboration podcast with jason Voorhees from sports and metal called drunk on ice it will be a bi-weekly show where they will be talking all things hockey and flyers so you can catch that uh, a little bit before they're going to hash things out, but it's going to start a little bit before the season, and then during the season, you'll be able to catch uh, two episodes a month. I think it's going to be awesome. It gives Don somebody to talk hockey with, and I'm yeah. very excited to learn more.
2: Yeah, we're going to. you know, we we've kind of touched base on some on some graphics and some some uh, some artwork for uh, for that, but we're you know kind of excited. We've been kind of going back and forth uh, as far as you know something that would be like twice a month. You know, just kind of recap. You know, some. You know, some of it be you know local content. You know, for the for the hometown team, for the Flyers. But you know, then to talk about all things you know hockey and really get into you know where where they sit, where where those teams are, playoff races, you know rivalries. Try to you know really expand what we're learning about to to be able to you know kind of reach that audience of. You know, not just the hometown team, but that, you know, anybody who would enjoy hockey content.
4: And I am excited to hear it, and I'm excited. I'm very excited to see what you guys put out. It is going to be dope. But it is time for our final thoughts. And Nick, I'm gonna let you start.
1: It's just go, birds. <laughs> That's
4: it.
0: That's it. We, gotta be, we gotta gotta win this week. Gotta go two and zero. Dallas plays in LA against the Chargers. That's gonna be a tough game for them. We know the Chargers can score. So, hopefully, we're 2-0, one, one of those teams, one-on-one, and we got 2-0 and two teams. It'd be nice. Yeah. Anytime you get a game up early, listen, you don't win the season in September, but you can lose it in September. So, we need to make sure that we win these games because the people are realistically, do we expect them to beat Kansas City and Tampa? No. Do I expect them to compete in those games? Yeah, I do. But, you know, I'm already kind of banking on, okay, those two, Listen, I would love to steal one of those. That'd be nice, yeah. real nice, especially against Tom Brady. You know how Tom Brady struggles against that NFC East man. So, we'll see. But let's just let's just go, birds this week, man. That's it. I don't want to talk about nobody
4: else. I love it. That's it. <laughs> Don, what are your final?
2: Uh-huh. Thoughts? Just feeling good, like feeling good about sports. Um, it's been a while. Uh, we've we've had to deal with. Uh, uh, a shitty end to the sixer season and, and the disappointment of that coming on the that, that, and that season came on the heels of an insanely disappointing Eagle season in which the team literally fell apart in front of our eyes. And then to deal with the whole offseason of all the went strong, like there is no drama. It is all on the field, watching the players watching the progress. You know, and you know, not for nothing, but we're also dealing with the tail end of a, of a team that we just put that put down to bed uh and put to sleep in the Phillies. You know. Yeah. It would be nice to not have another groundhog day of another season that looked exactly like the one before. So, um it felt really good to not like Live and die on every play, but also pay attention to some of the details so that we can see the progress of the players moving forward. So all positive vibes, all positive vibes going into, you know, into week two.
4: I love it. And uh, my my final thought is softball starts. Goonie softball starts on Sunday. Let's go. Welcome to the docs. Back. Back. We are back. We have some new additions. Um, it's going to be a fun time. I'm just excited to get back out there. I love – there's nothing better in the fall than waking up early on Sunday, going to the field. I love when it's like the brisk fall, not like this hot bullshit. Fuck, fuck you, summer. I'm over. I'm over this heat. Hoodie. shorts, the shorts and, the shorts and, and hoodies, heels. shorts and hoodie. I love it. Getting to the getting get to the field, talking fantasy beforehand, talking fantasy while I'm on the mound. Somebody yelling something to somebody, just playing the game, getting done at eleven, coming home, taking a shower setting up out back or setting up downstairs and just watching my birds kick some ass. I think it's, it's go birds. It's go birds all season. It's go birds for life. I am super excited for this team. Do I think that we are going to be a superior powerhouse? No, but there's a level of excitement that I have now that I haven't had in a while, mainly because of all the BS that the ginger fuck put us through and all the, the Howie trying to make too many decisions and the leaking things to the press and everybody thinking they know everything that's going on. I'm excited because like you said, there's it's like a clean slate. Like something's been like pulled off my chest and I can breathe again. I feel, I feel confident. I know if they go out there, they're going to give their best effort. I think we have a true leader in Jalen hurts. I do do. Do I still think he needs to improve? fucking fucking right I do I think if you're not improving in life or on the football field then you're just doing something wrong we always got to keep striving to do better than we did yesterday but I see that in him I see him always trying to put one foot in front of the other and trying to be better so I want to commend that guy he's my quarterback let's roll out this Sunday let's see them beat up on San Fran there's no reason why they shouldn't win this game and let's see what they can do maybe they can make something happen but if not I'm still excited because I love this team. I, I, I like the addition of Devontae Smith from the dread. I love what he brings. That kid's footwork is 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 remarkable. I love signing Malata. I just love the seventh round story. Hasn't has only played football since three years ago. There's so much you can get around and get behind with this team that for me, as Nick and Don said, go am Amrich, Don and Nick, Philly. Peace, Peace out. And as, and as we say on the show, fuck Spike Eskin and fuck Rich Paul. Fuck, fuck. And fuck Ben Simmons. And fuck Ben Simmons. That's the new tagline. <laughs> Welcome to Pettyville, bitch.
1: Norman, we need to pause this surgery. What, doctor? Well, we need to hurry to the Xfinity Hello 2023 sale. New Xfinity customers can get fast, reliable internet and add two lines of Xfinity Mobile to get $500 back for a limited time. That's amazing, Doc. I know. I don't want to miss this deal. Let's reschedule.
4: Doc? Doc? Drop everything. Get to the Xfinity Hello 2023 sale now through January 10th. Go to Xfinity.com slash Hello 2023 to learn more. Restrictions apply. Xfinity internet required for Xfinity Mobile.